We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. What we are very proud of now is that we penetrate the cabinets. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. We've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Monday, the 10th day of October, the year of our Lord, 2022. I'm Tony Anderson alongside Ned. Ned, how are you today? Unusual day for us, unusual time for us, but uh, we're here because of scheduling conflict for both of us. Family. Yeah. Family and ties, yeah. That's the way it is. How are you? And Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter how busy your week is, even with families or whatever. There's just so much information coming in. So much stuff from different angles, more and more so, because people are finally starting to shout and scream because their, their lives are getting hard and they're getting fed up, uh, which is good that they're shouting, but bad that their lives are hard unnecessarily. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, yes. You know, a, a lot of this is orchestrated and, and some of this is not. I was having a conversation with somebody a couple of days ago and they were talking about the, uh, uh, you know, obviously where I am, they're talking about an energy crisis. And they said the energy issue said that's all political, isn't it? And I said, yeah, it is. I said, that is all political. I said, you can take the necessary steps to ensure that you don't have an energy crisis, but because of politics and because of political agendas, your government refuses to do that. Just the same as my government refuses to do it, just the same as your government in the UK refuses to do it. So it's all the same agenda, uh, any way we look at it when it comes to that. Another thing, the supply lines, the logistics, our supply chains, that's all been done on purpose. Our food yeah. supplies, that's all been done on purpose. However, the financial crisis that is about to that is about to smash us all in the face. You mean the carpet that's going to be pulled out from under? Yes, the, yeah. the rug that's about to be yanked out from underneath everybody, and nobody's going to see it coming, that one. That, I mean, maybe that's orchestrated, maybe it's not, but that's a consequence of bad policy over the course of several years. So maybe that was intentionally done, maybe it wasn't, but um, we're now to the point where the system, because of all the other issues, is so stressed that you're not going to be able to contain that problem. And then, of course, you throw in the um, uh, the, the vaccination uh, campaign on top of that, the mass death numbers. It's just like this is this is hell. This this is literal hell on Earth. And then you've got them wanting to bring in a more complex system as if the system isn't complex enough. Then they want to bring in something that's even more complex. Where would you well, like yeah, to start today? I, I've got so much. I, I've got uh, plenty of video. I've got audio. I've got unbelievable audio of well, Fauci just, that it, you haven't heard yet. It is yeah, unbelievable. Well, if you've got to put him in sometime. And if you've got anything on the bogeyman, I'd like that too. I've got something on him too. What he said on a Bloomberg podcast is... Well, it's not shocking to anybody that's paying attention, but um, yeah. just to see him just brazenly admit that everything involved with like the economy and and uh, budget decisions and climate agendas and all that stuff behind the scenes to get all that legislation rammed through, he's literally boasting about how he's responsible for having all of it done. Oh, yeah, yeah. He believes he can sit on his pile of skulls because that's all it is now. Is just going to be a pile of death. Yeah. Anyway, if I just spout off, 
because I want to get some junk out there. Uh, some things that I found amusing as well as some things that I found a bit harsh and there's been some release of data and I want to quickly get out of there. I know we haven't got much time today, but I'll be as fast as I can. Um, yeah, go ahead. Right. You're talking about people. You've talked to, you say we've got stuff, we've got video on them. I mean, in America, there's all sorts of, I mean, a piece of junk. I mean, this is how it was. It's a simple thing, but it shows people how they're being manipulated over a long period of time. Your president Biden, yeah, he's um, he's going to pardon a load of federal offenders of for oh, the possession of marijuana. That. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but if you think about it, you you, you got to think. Hang on, just look into it because I I I just want to. When he says something like that. You look into it, and then you find out how much of a manipulated piece of shit it is. This is probably going to affect not many people, but it's still going to affect somewhere between six to 7,000 people. Yeah, that were possibly offenders between somewhere in the 90s to 2021. But what people don't understand, ironically, many of those people that were convicted were the result of uh, a crime bill that came out in 1994, of which Biden was the chief architect. So he's created the bill, which has caused these people to be locked up. So that gives him a political stand-in. So he's used them for that and locked them up. Now he's going to use the same people to create another political stand-in two decades later. Now, what does that say? Your people have got to wake up. I mean, he's just, I don't know, I don't know how to put it. The best thing they could do, the best thing those people could do is come out and go, oh, okay. I helped you with your political standing. You've locked me away for X amount. Now you're going to release me for your political standing. Just don't vote for the bastard because he's used you twice, double. I mean, and that is all they do. They managed. I know it's all political systems, left, right, whatever. But when these guys voice this, it's not doing you any favors by releasing you because he locked you up in the first place. So it's self, self, self all the way down the line. It's just another political trigger. Well, that and also I think they're also after, um, I think they're after votes, to be fair. I mean, they've got a system. Well, that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah. And the, they've got a system in the United States. And I'm I'm not going to sit here and go down the road of election fraud or anything like that. But they've got a system now in the United States. I'm talking about the, the, the machine. Whether that's Republican or Democrat, I don't think it matters anymore. But oh, they've got a machine that cannot fail. Do you ever wonder why the Republicans don't want audits? And I'm not talking about the, the presidential election. I'm talking about just audits in general. Forget the Donald Trump 2020 thing. I really don't care about that. I'm talking about audits in general. Do you ever wonder why they don't want audits? It's just sheer speculation. I'm betting that it's because a lot of them that are using that same system, because that's what they're we've seen not. in a lot of the primaries. A lot of the primaries, yeah. the Republicans, they're getting those those last minute ballot drops and that you're yeah. seeing that vertical up in the graphs. A lot of them. I'm betting are probably not even supposed to be there. Oh yeah, no. They the the, the one side is bad. What I'm trying to say is these guys who, no matter what political party it is, they say they're doing something for the specific group of people. If you look into the historical side of it, you will damn find out that they're sitting both sides of the fence and they've exactly. probably done something against that political party just to further their political aims. So don't vote thinking they've done you any favors. Just look into it and see if. Just previously, the same party has just shat on you, whether it's Republican or liberal, or if you want to call them neoliberals, but they jump. Transparency is where it is in your country as well as mine, right? Political parties have got to such a degree where they think they can openly do what they want with taxpayers' money. This is where it's got to be people referendums all the way down the line because nobody 
has the right, really, without talking to the people, to shove that much money around. It is the people's money. This is our money, your money, whatever. There's a few people that go, well, we'll give a billion to this and a billion to that. Or even if it's 20,000, 50,000, 100,000, it's still your earned money. And they're just throwing it all over the shop. They don't have the right to do that. They do not. Even under your constitution, they don't have the right to do that. This is the problem. None of it. This is why people should totally... We've got to break this political thing where they're giving it... They're not looking after us. They're just putting countries into debt. Or they... Well, they've done it already. It's gone out the window. Um, I think there was a lady that stood up the other day, and she vocally actually expressed it quite well. Um, Have you got somebody from North Carolina called Virginia Fox? Uh, possibly. I'm not familiar with all the reps. There's 435 reps, so I'd, it's hard to keep track of. <laughs> but, I mean, she actually stood up and she actually, in because they only get so much time, but she was straight. She was, she's an older lady, so she's been around for a while and she's obviously fed up. And yeah, she was having a dig at the Democrats. Fine. She's opposite. But what the content of what she said could reflect on both parties, whether it's Republicans or Democrats. I don't care whether she said Democrats, but basically, um, an attack on the Constitution, she obviously pointed at Democrats, but, and the rights of Americans, even to the point where it's been mentioned, and I looked into some of your houses, where they believe that the rights of Americans are bullshit now, because the House can just manipulate what they want. And that is so wrong. I mean, and from from the day that the Democrats got in and there was a big party change, they've been hammering away, saying, your Second Amendment, right, it's not absolute where it's meant to be, isn't it? It is. It's. I mean, shall not be infringed is pretty damn clear. I mean, I I could be. Yeah. I could be mistaken, but I, I'm pretty sure that I'm not. So they walk. They literally think that the, the these legal documents are in not just your country, in our country, the international law. It's just something they can walk upon. These things were designed to be absolute for a reason, because everything that helped create it was caused by an infringement and a bad thing, which they didn't want to happen again. So if you break all these constitutions or international laws up, you're just going to get chaos. And literally, like someone said, the criminals and those that run the parties will be the same. It will just be organized crime from the top down. That's what we have lobbyists for. That's literally, yeah. I've been saying it for years. What is a lobbyist? A lobbyist, that's a gangster with a briefcase. Yeah, it just comes in. I've got so much money. Will you push my agenda, please? Yep, that's it. That's it. Yeah, I know. I know. And would you like to hear joke. a? Uh, would you like to hear an actual gangster with a briefcase? Would you like to hear that? Because <laughs> this is how it works. No, I'm serious. This is how it works. If if people aren't aren't clued into it by now, this is how it works. This is your favorite guy. This is Bill Gates talking about how. Oh. Do you remember the Inflation Reduction Act that just went through that had nothing to do with inflation? That one. Even even does. Bernie Sanders. Even Bernie Sanders came out and said. Uh, okay, so we're now passing Bernie Sanders, the open socialist, who says that, okay, we're passing an Inflation Reduction Act that has little impact on inflation. So Mm -hmm. this this is how it got through. Listen to this. So, you know, I'm getting governments involved, even just this latest bill that I, you know, was personally involved in a lot of what got written into it and then working with the key senators in the last month. To get it to pass, you know, that's far greater than any individual fortune. And I'm orchestrating a lot of people, Breakthrough Energy Ventures, 
really entered the climate innovation space at a time when there was almost nothing going on. And by having deep expertise, it's been able to not only do its funding, but also get other funders involved. And the idea of replacing all the physical economy, you're going to have to use markets, you're going to have to use government R&D budgets, and you'll actually have to find the right people to get behind. It's not just purely a financial thing. This landmark piece of climate legislation almost did not happen. You were one of the people who was involved in enabling it and helping it come through. You were someone who spoke to the Democratic Senator Joe Manchin, who was a deciding vote. Now, set the scene for me. Tell me the story of the call you made to Joe Manchin. Well, my dialogue with Joe has been going on for quite a while. I had a meeting where almost everyone on the Energy Committee came over and spent a few hours with me over a dinner discussing the role of innovation in climate and how the U.S., had both this opportunity and was really the only country, given the how quickly this needs to get done, that has that innovation power. Our universities, our national labs, our risk-taking, our ability to attract the brightest people from all over the world to come together, we've seen in industry after industry how that matters, and those skills matter a lot for this climate innovation. And so the idea that some sort of tax credits and project financing would have to be part of the mix, as well as more R&D, that dialogue had been going on for a long time. You see, when you need to replace the entire physical economy, he kind of let the cat out of the bag there, didn't he? And he says, well, oh, yeah. people, they, they got a chance to come over and spend time with me. I know. Isn't he, isn't he so full of himself? <laughs> I mean, he didn't spend time with them or they didn't spend time together. They spent time with him on his own little podium. And he's he horrible. Said he, he's horrible. He, he's he's he just is. admitting that he's had his fingers in so many different pies. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, he's, he said he's that pushed he got, all these agendas. Exactly. Yeah. Ex exactly that point right there. I'm, I'm glad you said that. He said specifically, you just heard him, he says, well, I got into the breakthrough climate innovation when really no one else was uh, was doing it. Um, that's the reason nobody else was doing it is because there wasn't a problem with it until you decided to make it a problem. Exactly. I mean, he sits there, he, he's treating people like they're thick and people don't respond to this in the right way. The only people that respond to this are things saying, yeah, what a guy, what a guy. Yeah, he's doing wonders. No, he's not. He's behind every little bit of pain, every itch that's annoying you. That man is a, he is the bogeyman. He just comes up with this. And in that rhetoric, all he just basically said, yeah, I'm working with them, whatever. But the governments have got to do a lot of funding here. So he wants the funding up at the top. Then he wants the tax breaks at the bottom. Yeah. So he's oh, just going to steal, tax steal the rest of, <laughs> steal what you've got left. The guy's horrible. He's just, I want to change the whole system. Basically, I want to really mess your life up. Everything has to be gradually done. Otherwise, it collapses. And he's just, he's, he's creating the collapse. He has created the collapse. He's had his foot in it all the time. I mean, he's talking about senators. You've got George Soros working with the district attorneys. Yep. Uh, I mean, and I, I know at least two of them have gone out the window. Yeah. I think San Francisco it was, um, and, and the other one. I I can't remember where the Florida. second one was. Florida. Florida. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I think your um, governor, Ron DeSantis, got totally cheesed off that he literally yeah. got the police around to physically remove him. Yeah. Because he was That's what pushing we're gonna have his to do. own agenda. He, he was choosing what he prosecuted and what he didn't. And you Soros know, I, was behind that. It's just I, horrible. I heard I heard a couple of people talking about that just this morning, actually, was um, the Soros DAs, the Soros funded DAs across the United States. And and how 
How can you even call what they're doing compassionate? How can you call it that? <laughs> There's nothing compassionate about this at all. And then that only leads you to the other obvious answer, which is it's being done intentionally. And then like you, you go down into like this this idea of this it's a revolutionary tactic that they're doing. I mean, I, I don't know of another way to describe it. I, I really don't know of another way to describe it. I, I think that Well, I mean, if if you've if you've got people that are in a position of law that choose which laws, especially prosecutors, prosecutor is meant to uh, prosecute the people that have been arrested. The defense comes from another side. So when the prosecutors decides due to a personal agenda, what they will and what they won't do, they shouldn't be there. That is their job, to prosecute for the state that they're in. That is their job. Unless there's a totally, really weird thing like saying, yeah, it's going to be... But that's his job, to bring the state's point of view, while you've been arrested, la, 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 they get a defence and then they have their day in court. Fine. But when you're not doing it, you shouldn't be there. And then you find out these people are being funded by the Soruses of the world and stuff like that. Obviously, the agenda comes from there. They're being told they're a puppet of somebody else outside of your country. Although he's got his foundation in New York, I mean, he's a total git. I'm Dan sorry, Berlin he's now. It's horrible. Yeah, and <laughs> they'll be everywhere. <laughs> well, he had it. He had his main European operation based in uh, Budapest, but seeing as how Victor Orban didn't like is, it, no, he's, <laughs> he's not a friend of him right now. Uh, he moved his operations yeah. to Berlin. Yeah, the anti-Soros bill. That's excellent. But then some people do see light eventually, and then they just find out where they can... Wherever these people have their foundations, that is where the most... That is where the nexus of the criminality is, and that is where it all comes to, and that's the sort of things. The only way, we've said it before, the only way to break this is for referendums and peoples to shout enough to say, look, I've had enough, and we don't want that sort of corporation there. Pharmaceuticals, get rid of the buggers. Get the foundations of these out. The pharmaceuticals. Get them out of this country. The pharmaceutical companies would have gone by the wayside under the Reagan administration in the 80s if they hadn't gone to Congress and said, hey, look, we need liability protection because we're being sued for causing damage with our products. We're being sued all over the place. We're going to be out of business if you don't give us liability protection. And so that's what they did. And that's, that's why they're still there. <laughs> yeah. If a company in America has a contract... With the government, he can get away with just about what he wants without liability. Pretty much, yeah. And speaking That's of that, a lot that, of bylaws. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of that, uh, and speaking of organized crime and, and criminality and everything involved with corporations and governments, uh, would this be a good time to to pivot, or do you want to continue on that line? Because no, I mean, we, we can stay with something else. We can I stay go with something it. Fun. You want to go on something fun? <laughs> something I found amusing. Well, I found the some other, amusing the, the, stuff, but okay, oh yeah, good. But that, that, I, the, the other, the, the other amusing structure, massive structure, the film industry, and they're coming out with a. If they just come out with a, a, a new film, yeah, called The Woman King. Have you seen uh-huh. it? Oh God, no! I, I, I heard, I heard about this. I heard uh, Marty talking about it last week. Yeah, I spoke to him about it because yeah. I found it amusing because I love history. I was brought up on history and I love history, but I sure. hate people who totally destroy it. Now, it's called The Woman King, and obviously it's about a African tribe in the past. Now, this tribe is called the Dahomey tribe, yeah, and they their economy was based on the slave trade, right? It was boosted by the slave trade. So now they've they've got a totally fictional character and put a woman a black woman in the place of kings, call it the woman king. Now, they even fabricated a scene uh, where 
she's there and she gives it, I think we should go away from having our major income from slaves to creating palm oil. <laughs> it's just, it was just laughable. And then you look into the history of this, yeah? This tribe, it used to, all the way back, and even after when Britain abolished the transatlantic slave trade with themselves, this tribe was still operating with countries such as the Portuguese and the Spanish. So it was all coming out from there. And even to the point where one of their kings died, I think it was something like um, 1858. So, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. His name was King Gizo. Other tribes gave them slaves. He died, so they were going to have some slaves, have some more. And what did they do with them slaves? Executed them, 800 of them, just to commemorate his death. So how disgusting is that situation, the tribal weather? Yeah, it's, it was part of the natural thing that was going on in, in history in Africa. But to actually rewrite that in such a way where, where it becomes a joke. I mean, black people know about this. Black people are getting fed up with portrayal and about being black. It's got something to do with slavery. Slavery has been going on since time immemorial. It still exists. You, it still exists. You expand. I know the slave trade, the white slaves trade, yeah. whatever. Well, not yeah. not even but, not even that. But if you if you go into uh, many African countries, and I, you know, I, I'm just calling it what it is. It still exists. Yeah, I know, I know. But the, the thing is, this liberal side of things, we're always pushing the racism point, the slave point, and associating with black people, and they've had enough. There were some brilliant, there are some very amusing people out there and very educated black people, and they're actually going around saying, well, you know, race has never been the basis of slavery. Slavery has, has been all colours and creeds. It has always been a thing of opportunity. And that was a 92-year-old black guy called Thomas Sowell, and he is a very educated man. And he stood up there and voiced this. There was, there was another gentleman, and he just voiced how ridiculous this climate thing was going on. And it is just the pure pointers of, hey, he just went, in the 60s, we had the oil crisis. He said that was going to be no oil in 10 years. That didn't happen. So the 70s came along, and they said, we're going to have an ice age in 10 years. Yeah. And we that didn't clips come along. That, yeah. And then in the 80s, it was all acid rain. I and remember that. All, all our farms and everything were going to be destroyed. And what happened? Nothing. The 90s was all about the ozone layer. That was going to cause destruction wholesale. Hang on. That didn't happen. And the 2000s, we're back to glaciers melting and everything, and the world going underwater. And that hasn't so far. And now they're pushing that. The East Coast and the West Coast are going to be underwater again. It ain't happened yet. And it's every 10-year, 10-year, 10-year. All they've done is taken money away from the people to bolster their political aims and agendas and finance these companies into doing these different things, all due to some form of climate agenda. And it's been going on back a very long way. And he just voiced that with specific pointers. And it was so there. It was so on the, so on the nugget. You've got something in your country called, um, is it the Young American Foundation? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm not sure. It could be because we've got so many of those those children's foundations and there, there youth was, there was, um, stuff and all that stuff. Yeah, I was I was watching because it was nice to watch some of the talks, and I was actually trying to find out how vocally some of the uh, blacks are, and they they really really are. And he was doing a discussion 
and um, his name is Alan West, and he's 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 an ex serviceman. I oh yes, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West. Yeah, yeah, I know him. Yeah, 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 and very educated. Good he was speaker. actually he was he was a representative in Congress for the state of Florida until the Republicans had his district redrawn and had him thrown out. <laughs> well, I tell you what, he was thrown out probably because he is. He's, he's vocal, but he isn't abusive vocal. He knows what he's talking about. He does. And he was having this. He was having this talk. Like, do you remember in how the Nazi Party used to work? They used to get a young teenager to stand up and shout at who was speaking and yeah. try and put it down and that sort of thing. Yeah. And they used that. Oh, this this black lady stood up and she said, um, basically, um, could you um, clarify the statement you made? Um, earlier about Black Lives Matter being a liberal regressive socialist movement. He went, yes, madam, sure. And he actually said, it's a tool of the left to keep black people where they want them. Which, yeah, fine. He said, and he, he was honest, he just said, check it out, follow the money, where it goes, and which that's what we've been voicing because I checked it out. And it's it just goes everywhere but where it should. It doesn't go to the black people. And he said, the proof is yours to find. And it's not just Black Lives Matter. All lives matter, he said to her. And you can imagine the applause he got from an audience, which oh, was multiracial. And then the thing I liked, he said, if you really are concerned, he said, start talking about schooling for children, the decimation of the families, communities. He said, don't be manipulated by the people who are using you in a, as a political tool so you can keep your own people suppressed get off the plantation and think for your own. And I tell you what, what I, I said, you couldn't have said, and it was so clearly put, and hopefully... That message goes out because there are a lot of people on both sides, whether it's white. I mean, there was a rapper, wasn't there, that actually got shouted at for wearing a T-shirt that said White Lives Matter. Kanye West, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the guy, the guy is, okay, he's a rapper. He's got point of views. He's he's, he's quite a God-fearing person, actually. He believes this or whatever. Yeah. He has, how he's how he's married to that Kardashian woman, I'll never understand. But, okay. <laughs> but he is willing. He's right, though. He's right, though. And when asked, well, don't they matter? And that's, that's all he can say. Well, don't they? You know, I, I think you know? one of the... Yeah, this kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. We were talking about uh, votes. This goes back a long way. This this goes back to the uh, the Democrat Party specifically having at least 70 to 80% of the black vote. And if they lose yeah. that, if they lose that, which they know that they are, if they lose that, then they're in a real world of hurt. It doesn't matter how much fraud they throw into the system and, and how much... Uh, voting week and early voting and voting month and, and all this nonsense that they throw in there and how much money they take from uh, big tech organizations like Zuckerberg and uh, and Google and, and all this stuff. It doesn't matter how much money they take from these people. If they don't have the black vote, then I don't think they have really anything that they like. Tell me what they're campaigning on for the next election. I don't care if it's the midterms or 2024. Tell me what they're campaigning on other than hatred and racism. They just put, they're just, they're just creating segregation. That's it. Segregation. That's all they're and doing. When, and when they run out of racism and they, and the colors, they've gone on to sexism and gender dysphoria. Yes. And they're even pushing that. And that in itself is a disgusting thing. We spoke about um, a charity called Mermaids, didn't we? That did the um, we did yes press binders yeah. and stuff like that. Well, they are actually under um, investigation now by um, I think it's our uh, the British Charity uh, Association because basically it's not just press binders. 
it's because they're under investigation for giving wrong information out to minors. Yeah. And it's also got discovered. Now, this is what annoys me is how long does it take to discover something? They had one of their trustees, member of the charity, has resigned. He's a doctor. His name's Dr. Jacob Breslow. It was discovered that he spoke at a, a conference. Now, the conference, right, was run by a group that pushed the rights of people with the attraction to children and adolescents, i.e. pedophiles. So this guy's a trustee within this. This happened in 2011, and this guy was speaking there. So once again, you've got somebody within these promotional charities that have been trying to advise children, tell them they don't have to tell their adults. Yeah, and he's been in there for ten years. When he's when he when he's done, he's, he's spoken at a conference like this. Do you know what a map is? Yes, uh, this is what uh, this is kind of where we're we're thinking that they're going to take this agenda next. They're trying to normalize pedophilia. That's what they're trying to do. uh, Because they call them minor attracted attracted people. Yeah, yeah. Bloody hell! I'm sorry. I've got I've got a couple of things on this, and just on that point. But I I got two points right now that we can we can talk about just because of that. This was a tweet that was put out. Uh, a few days ago from Mermaids, which is the organization you were just referencing. They say, due to intolerable abuse, we have made the decision to close the helpline and web chat services for the rest of the day and tomorrow. Next week, to enable us to take all volunteers off of the rotation, we will reduce hours from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. only. Well, you know, they, they, they are being monitored from this country and they're being taken to task uh-huh. because of their advice to minors. Uh-huh. But saying that, is that a, a cover and a load of bullshit? Because our government have given them £20,000 out of taxpayers' money and half a million pounds from lottery funding. So you, you mm-hmm. get this on one side, and yet our government... I mean, excuse me, if anybody's out there with a child and whatever, you need to get onto these government websites if you're from the UK and actually put your boot in and say, why are you funding this? Why are you using our money? Why, once again taxpayers money to fund something that is trying to create a divide between um children and their families these 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 young people they they don't get the 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 right to vote the right to drive the right to do certain things until they formed and know who they are and they're stabilized again because when you go through puberty and um uh, this teenager angst that we all have gone through until we form our own identity and you're they're not getting a chance to form their identity. I mean, and if if our governments are pushing the money into these things, and these youngsters, it should be written in law that they can sue these buggers when they realise they come out the other side and their life is ruined due to their advice. Because these puberty blockers and these hormonal suppressants and stuff like that, they give advice like, oh, these are reversible. They're not reversible. They're going to cause damage. They're going to cause damage. and you are the one that's going to be the product at the end of this because they're making a buck because somebody's making a lot of money of that. Charity might be saying doing it, but someone's going to pay for it. And it is corporations. I mean, okay, you've got it's you've got pharmaceutical companies know that they are in or they're going to take a hit. So at the end of this, they've changed into another side of the medical side where they can misinform youngsters 
and butcher them because basically that's what they're doing. You're removing breasts, you're removing sexual organs, you're taking lumps of flesh out of people, change them around. That is um, butchery. Yeah, and I I don't even that, that's that's the higher ups. I I don't even know where to start with the so called physicians that are performing this nonsense. Where do we go with that? It's just got to stop. It's just a no no. It is just a no no. If you're an adult. If you're a consenting adult and you want to be chopped about and you're at least 18 or even 20, fine. Go do it to you. Get it done if you want to pay for it. And you will have to pay for it because you're an adult. On the NHS system, you're an adult. You'll pay for it yourself. You might think twice then, other than some floaty idea in your head. But the children have to be left alone. And anybody that talks children into doing this and makes money out of it and dis- it is disfiguring them, they should be sorry. They got to be locked up, man. This black hole where you've got Fauci can be king. They could be. They could have that. They, you can give them a domain and throw the bloody lot of them in, as far as I'm concerned. Because the, the, they they have where are the morals and ethics? There are none. There are none. No. In that no. a doctor a doctor is supposed to save lives. This is where they should make doctors give an oath again. Why that was stopped, I do not. Well, I do know. Why it stopped? Because an oath is a binding thing. It's like if I went back to that lady, Virginia Fox, that stood up to say things about your constitution. Every political or politician within your um, government must have taken an oath to protect that constitution, no? Haven't they? They do, yes. Every single elected person, yes. Every law enforcement officer. So they've made an oath. A man or a woman, a person, whatever you want to call yourself, you make an oath. That is your individual binding that you've agreed to. That is your heart and soul. That is your saying, I will stand by this. You don't go into it. Your karma will catch up with you one way or another. If you said it for the wrong reasons, because you think, well, it's just words. No, it's not. You've bound yourself to something there. And that is what you should follow. And if they're walking all over your constitution, whatever, and they've broken their oath, isn't that in itself treasonous? It is. Yeah, and it's like the doctors. If they think they can just make a hell of a packet, because these guys aren't broke, these guys aren't chop shops around the back, these guys aren't doing it for ethical reasons, these guys are on a good wage, and they're giving it, yeah, I don't see why they shouldn't do it. It's whatever. Yeah. And it's and horrible. It is. It, it is absolutely horrible. Um, And this is, I, I don't even, like, I... No, th- it makes this, your stomach turn. It, it does. It does. And this, this is even, like, th- again, this is where we said that they were going to eventually take it, and they're just trying to normalize it now. They're trying to bring it out. You were talking about the entertainment industry, and we can kind of round mm. off on this. You mentioned Fauci. I want to get into him next. Um, I've got a new report out of your Office of National Statistics. We can talk about that. Um, so okay, I want to go, Ooh. yeah, I want to go that way next. But this is a story out of the independence and it, this caused a um a controversy at the berlin film festival and people uh, got really really uh, pissed off android pedophile film sparks controversy and walkouts at berlin film festival the film is about trouble with being born and it depicts a relationship between a robot played by a 10 year old girl and an adult man are you kidding me i'm not kidding you i wish i were kidding That's- you again this is the kind of degeneracy this is the kind of cultural degeneracy. This is the kind of trash that we see coming out of Hollywood. And it all plays to the same agenda, doesn't it? Yeah. See, the, th- the thing is, people have got to realize a human individual is capable of the greatest good or the greatest bad, evil, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. This is why we have learned over history to create these laws, 
guidelines or whatever, so we don't step across them. And in those informative years where we're children and teenagers, in those years, if you take all those controls out of out of out of them, and there has to be advice. Advice is some way of controlling misbehavior. That sort of control is fine. Stamping down just leads to an adverse effect if you do not give them understanding. When you give advice, it's understanding, but it is a control, and that is a proper side of control. So you make them understand this is why it isn't done. When you say take the chains off, take the ropes off, go, yeah, whatever. We have the ability to run rampant in any direction. You put something out like that and justify it. And even if you get one person that walks away and goes, that sounds a cool thing to do, and then goes and abuses somebody's child, did you hold accountable? Because it isn't one, it'll be one in so many. You, every if, if the psychologists want to say out there, yes, paedophilia is a mental problem or whatever, and we have thousands of them within our societies, then you allow something like that out. What does that create? That creates self-justification. Oh, they're saying it's all right. Everything. And then exactly. you they're have thousands of kids put into problems, yeah. you know, in, into the danger zone again, if not millions. I mean, no, that in itself is just wrong. I mean, it, it, it's just that the, there is no common sense there. It just shouldn't happen. That is just wrong. To actually be allowed it to be shown was wrong too. Well, and then again, that's where it said it sparked controversy and there were walkouts and complaints and everything else. And, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. But it shouldn't even got there. I understand it shouldn't have gotten there. But the outrage, because they did show yeah. it. I mean, these people don't know what they're going to be shown. They just go in and that's... Like it's it's presented to them. I'm, at least that's how that's my understanding of these film festivals. They're critics. They can't why, have any. Why did something make it? Why did somebody make it? Because it's part of the agenda. They need to push it, and it needs to be normalized. That's my point. Yeah. The thing is, that's why it was made. Think on an individual level. The sort of person. That these these are sick individuals, it, Ned. Well, <laughs> these are, well they're either these are sick not normal thinking people. And they've, yeah, and they've got to be. And if they're just money driven because someone's come up with enough cash, I, I mean, we are going down a dark corridor and they're just turning people. And money is not it. We've got to find the ethics, the morals, and everything out of this somehow and push that agenda. And yeah, you, it's, it's just got to happen. It's just, um, ugh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's awful. It's, it's, just, it's horrible. Yeah. It is absolutely no, horrible. I can't say that. Ethics and morals. We've got to find ethics and morals to get out of this. Well, the new report out of your Office of National Statistics, the UK government, <laughs> has released this, and they show, this is their official numbers, they show that data confirms that COVID-vaccinated children are 4,423% more likely to die than unvaxxed children. They took these statistics between January 1st of 2021, so last year, and May 31st of 2022, this year. And I'm going to pull the graphs here so you can see. And as you can see here, the numbers yeah. are yep. quite clear. The, these are the graphs from the actual ONS report. If you look down here, on the lower left side, these are the unvaxxed deaths between the ages of 10 and oh, 14. Yeah. We know this. And we these are this. third dose. Is, is, is at totally least 21 destroyed. days. Children shouldn't have had it. No. This, this, is, this is what any doctor of his own worth would tell you 
Children do not have these viral receptors. They are not receptive of much. There is system. That's why they'll only get a mild symptom or whatever. And they won't even probably show most symptoms. It will come through and come out the other side and their immunity will be spot on. They don't, it's not built into them for a reason by nature. As you get older, you do have these viral receptors. Doing this and forcibly doing this is just causing harm, right? On that statistic side, um, remember, uh, the CDC created a, an app for people on their phones. Yes. Um, so they could uh, collect data if, and they called it V-Safe. So basically, we, it, we're pushing this vaccine. We're going to create a V-Safe app. And then they were accused of just using it to track people or whatever. Well, in some respects, that has rebounded on them as much as anything else because they, well, it's taken its time. You see, like that graph, they've been gathering information since. Um, June 21, did you say? January 21st, or January 1st of oh, 2021 January. and May oh, 31st January of 21. this year. So it's been uh, it's been a year and five months. Yeah. Well, the CDTC had a formal legal request of V-Safe data, which was submitted in June 21. Obviously, two lawsuits had to be filed yeah, on the behalf of um, a group called ICAN, that's I-C-A-N, yeah, which they are called Informed Consent Action Network, which... It's fine. That's just the name. People can look it up. One month later, they had to capitulate because there's a court order made. And this court order said, you have to release data. And they finally released data of these v, uh, of this uh, V-Safe app, right? Now, this data is centered around, this first set of data is centered around 10 million people, basically, or 10 million users of the app that have actually uh, provided data. Now, out of this 10 million, 782,913 individuals at a health event. That's just under 8%, but that's a large amount. Did you just say it? So I'm clear. Did you just say a health event? Yeah, but this health event meant medical attention, emergency room intervention, and or hospitalization. Okay. I just wanted you to explain what that means. That's all. (laughs) Another 25%. That's two and a half million out of the 10 million, yeah, had events that required them to either miss schooling, so we're saying this is children, or work, or preventing their normal life associations, right? So that's a quarter of these people that took the vaccine had things that interrupted their life, yeah, that's a quarter, and at least 8% had serious stroke-severe events, yeah? Now, there were there were 71 million symptoms reported out of these 10 million people so if you put it down this is about seven symptoms per user and this was four million joint pains mild two million moderate four hundred thousand severe joint pains now this has got a hell of a trend with the this data is coming out now and we've been telling people this is what you will be getting on top of that there was approximately thirteen thousand infants registered out of these and amongst these infants, it was reported 33,000 symptoms out of 13,000. That's a lot of symptoms. The parents were, yeah, the parents, the, these were among the common ones. It was like irritability. It changes their attitude. It had a chemical reaction, which is forcing them, and they were upset. Sleeplessness, they weren't getting to sleep. They had pains, and they lost their appetite. Now, it's funny, isn't it? All these things, like these were supposed to be signs of getting COVID, and yet the vaccine was causing this. I mean, that is a disproportionate amount of negative effects. That is just over the top. 
if you think about it, that's only 10 million. How many people are in your country? I've had it with the vaccine. They say, they say that two thirds, roughly two thirds. So how many people? 250 million, 220, 250. Uh, in your country, there's 200. No, there's 330 million, million total. No, say 250 million. Yeah. That is from 10 million. You've got a exponentially times that number by 25. Yeah. And that is how many people have been hurt by this. Yeah. And if you look at the if you look at the life insurance companies, uh, guys like Edward Dowd, uh, former BlackRock uh, executive, he's been making he's been very vocal about this. Uh, he's been talking about the insurance companies. He's been watching the, the claims with the insurance companies and they're about to fold some of them, some of our biggest uh, life insurance companies, because the claims, the, the death claims, can't, they can't yeah. they can't pay them out. Oh, they can't. They can't. And, it is, it's, and it's only just starting. The fallout is just beginning. They're talking, I mean, Ned, they're talking about reducing the life expectancy over the next five years from 75 to 53. Which is middle age. Yeah. 53 yeah. is middle age now. It is. 53 it is, is now- middle age. If you think, right, this is people, no matter what's happened in the past, that if, you, if you think, Mao Zedong with his up to 45 million people in 80. the famine and that died. Well, 80. okay, there you go. Thanks for the correction. It's even Even that number will pale to what's coming out of this. Whatever happened uh, with Russians with with their own wars and there were every time it it, it changed there whether it was Stalin Lenin or whatever people suffered yeah and people died and it was mostly due to the state taking over the farms and everything it was all a people's thing and they died by the millions the Nazi Holocaust hung them all on top hung every one of them together and it's going to pale compared to what's coming out of this and. People like Gates, Fauci, who was that ignorant twat in our country? Uh, which one? Uh, Javid? Um, no, Witty, no, 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 not Slaphead. Ends with H. Is it? it? No. Hancock. Who was, uh, who was pushing the agenda here like Fauci was pushing it in America? Who's Chris been vocal about it? Well, it could have been Chris Witty. There was loads of them. I've lost it. I ignored them in this country. I told people to do that as well and look after your own health. But they have been, everyone that has been so vocal about pushing this agenda of the vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine, irrespective of who they are, is pushing it because of expert opinion and no, not supported data from any clinical trials. Because there weren't any, they are responsible and accountable for this. You're going to love this clip. This is the sainted Dr. Anthony Fauci on Late Night with Stephen Colbert. Does that mean I can put him in a stone sarcophagus and just leave him there like so many saints? You know what? Maybe maybe after this. I, I, I mean, I don't know. But this one, Bruce was seething. I, I, I've yeah. never seen him so visually upset after hearing this and then the next clip after this. I've got two clips of him. Take a listen. The booster similar to what we do with influenza. Okay, how can people safely gather for the holidays? Well, there are a number of ways. First of all, get vaccinated. Encourage the people, your family and your friends who you're going to be interacting with at the holidays to get vaccinated. How do you, how do you, con- how do you convince uh, friends or family members who will not get vaccinated? Let's say I have someone I love very much Why? and who I do not I do not judge them for not right. doing this, but I just worry them. I worry so much right. about them for not doing it because if they, they have, you know, they have other conditions and if they got this, right. it would be terrible for them. What do you, what's the argument here? Well, the argument is you look at the data and the data are absolutely crystal clear. Is the science in on whether the vaccine is safe? Oh, without a doubt, it's been given to billions of people in billions of doses. So there's no doubt safety is off the table. There's no doubt it's safe. 
But the important point is that if you reason with people and show the statistics of the number of hospitalizations and deaths among unvaccinated people compared to people who are vaccinated and up to date on their booster, the curves go hospitalization and death for people unvaccinated, hospitalization and deaths for people who are vaccinated. To have people just look at the data, that's not going to convince everybody. But for people who at least put a little bit stock in data, they should understand that. So for people that put a little bit of stock in data, that should convince them. So you've got data. So his data says he's been looking at the graphs inversely, isn't he? Uh, I, I think I think somebody needs to give him a pair of reading glasses and they need to flip it <laughs> upside down. I, I think that's what they need to do. It's, 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 it's amazing. I mean, he can, is he just ready to die? Because he he he, he, he must hate humanity. He must just think so poorly of everybody. It's just oh. This is the next clip. This just kind of like piggybacks on the first one. If you thought the first one was bad enough, uh, and then we'll we'll go to analysis and final thoughts after you hear this. Did ivermectin do anything? No. Okay. Humans do take it, but not for this purpose. Right. It does not help with COVID and it could be dangerous. Okay. Uh, hydroxychloroquine, did it do anything? No. No. So people who hoarded that? No. No No reason to have done that. Okay. Right. Just just checking. Just checking. I tell you, who is that chap that's interfering? That is Stephen Colbert. He's a late night uh, TV show host in the US. Uh, I'll give him credit for one thing. He's got that guy in the seat. And he's actually showing him to anybody who knows that that is a parody of anybody. That is just terrible because that is recorded. That is, it's, it's eventually going to bite him so far in the arse. It's unbelievable. That is he's like, still alive. To, 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 to sit there and say that with impunity while laughing about it. No, oh, no. That's unbelievable. <laughs> H does the same. He does. He does. I, I, um, I, I don't have. I don't have words to express. Like everything he said was was a, was a lie. Every single thing he said was a provable lie. I mean, we 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 don't hear anything from the messenger boy Schwab lately. It's only those two vocal idiots are still yeah. out there. Yeah, and they're going to get burnt down. They are going to get burnt down. They have to because it is a lie. And people have to understand that this is your kids. This data that's coming out from CDC. This data that's been forced out from everybody oh, it shows ass. nothing but yeah, it's nothing but negative effects. And he's sitting there giving it. He's lying, and he he cannot say. I mean, there's. It's like he's been recorded deliberately because he's going to get it shoved straight in his face soon. Someone's got to do it. Someone has to do it. How many people have to get hurt? You've got already dead. You've you've got your life reduced the life expectancy reduced to 53 now what would cause that why would you have a sudden thing like that let's use a bit of common sense well question that the fortune magazine has the answer they're out today saying this strokes heart attacks and sudden deaths does america understand the long-term risks of catching covid catching covid catching covid you long-term risk you of catching covid yeah, the long-term risk of catching COVID is, look, COVID's out there. It's not going away. Your immune system can only get stronger and stronger. You come out the other side. The long-term risk of taking a vaccine creates 
short-term life. But you see, now, if you read the fact checkers over at Reuters, they say that um, if you have too robust of an immune system, that will cause you to, <laughs> to get sick. I, 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 I had you, you read you, that article you, twice, you, you, just to make you, sure. Just, yeah, I know it was back to front. It's just over the top of it. Hey, you could be too healthy. Okay, fine. It's not good to be healthy. It's not good to look after yourself because guess what? We will look after you. Yeah, great. I can imagine the adverts. We have all these things in place to look after you. Come get all your medication from us. If you don't need medication, try some for free. <laughs> we have some samples here for you, which is what the doctors throw on you and like GPs and everything. Close it up here. Um, yeah, it's it's insane. It's it's clown world. Closing up here. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, it's it, no, it, it's just endless. Um, you've got to ignore these clowns, people. You just have to take your lives back. I, I, you've got the trouble is what you've got to worry about. The one thing you've got to worry about is to stay focused. You can't get let these bastards get away with it because the energy crisis, the fuel crisis, this this creation in itself, proxy war in Ukraine. People are just getting richer and richer, and these are all put out there as fog. And making your life horrible in other directions, so they are starting to push the COVID vaccine again. Now, why would you allow it? Why would you allow it? Even now, you know the courts have forced all the data out, people, which is showing nothing but a negative effect. And people are still being vocal and saying, "Take it and take it." There are less people being vocal, and if Fauci hasn't got the common sense, realise that he's out to dry now because there's a lot of People behind this aren't saying anything again. You've got a lot of silence from the WHO, WEF, everything. Wait for the next move because it's coming. So you've got to be self-aware, take care, and try and come out the other side of this. Wish everybody the best of luck because we're going to need your voices out there because only in the millions can we change this. Only. And we're going to have to leave it there. So I want to thank you for being here today, Ned. Because of the day that we're doing this, we'll see you later on towards the end of the week, I'm assuming, yes? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do my damnedest to be there. For those of you who'd like to send us some feedback, please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. Also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? We do love having you as a listener, and we would ask you to pass this along to five friends. If you know someone you're trying to wake up and get them to think on their own, we would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction. Ned, thank you for being here this evening. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening. Thank you.